So if you say nigga, then I'ma say, is that a Ritz? Mm. Oh, 50 niggas dick, 100 niggas step, million man march. Crack it out, you start, 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 start. And we're gonna go see Planet of the Apes. So I look on the iPhone app, and it says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay, I go, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out, and we're giggling. Ooh, we're going to go see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door, and there was no white people. There was no white people. We, Planet of the Apes didn't take place in Africa. That was a racist thing for me to say. But you see what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... Flies we, automatically stuck to your head. Yeah, we, we, what happened is we walked into the blackest neighborhood we could find. I mean, it was, there was literally no white people. It was amazing. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pod About It. I'm your host, Dylan Young. On today's show, we talk about Brian Flores and the Rooney Rule. But first, so it's Black History Month, as everybody knows, and I just feel like you know we gotta talk about a couple things. I know you just heard a clip from. Joe Rogan, who is by far the most famous podcaster and probably has one of the biggest voices other than, I mean, your your cable news, honestly, uh, as far as people who listen to his show consume his content. And, you know, in that clip, I was just, you hear, you know, he's talking about um, being in the Planet of the Apes, a very old racial trove, uh, you know, kind of comparing black people to apes or, you know, what have you. And obviously, you know, he said this was a joke and there's been a lot of people kind of coming out. And this has been a, just a just a big issue overall with Joe Rogan, right? He dropped a nine-minute apology kind of talking about this clip and some other things. And, you know, what happened, kind of what brought this up is India Iree uh, posted Joe Rogan using a clip of the N-word, you know, a hundred times. And... There's a lot of angles to this story, right? And one of the biggest things that's coming out of this is what is racist, right? Like the word racist itself is to me too broad. And I know people are not going to like to hear this, but to be honest, white people really don't have enough slurs or any slurs that really... You kind of encompass racist, right? Racist is is a very, you could call it a, a tough term. But, you know, I guess we have like cracker. If you think about like the, the term cracker, right? Like I went to a private school, you know, if a lot of y'all didn't know, when I, when I uh, was going into high school, I transitioned into a private school. And, you know, I had people there that, you know, had some very interesting takes on life, I'd say. <laughs> there was only six black kids out of about 110 there. So I heard a lot of wild shit, essentially. And one thing I just never forget is, I don't know how we got talking about cracker and this term or whatever, but dude looked me dead in my face and said, oh, I don't get offended by the word cracker. And I'm like, you don't get offended. He's like, no, I don't get offended because 
the origins of cracker is from us cracking the whip. <laughs> so how can I even use that to kind of degrade somebody, right? Like the word nigga is from a place of harm, from a place of downgrading somebody. And so we can't use that one. So what are we left with, right? And we use racist. And we have a reason to use that, right? The N-word has been used by white people as a tool to promote racism, essentially. One of the things that people did was they jumped up all these clips of Joe Rogan using the N-word and pointed him out and said, that's racist, right? And I, I honestly, I'm not going to kill him over the clips, Okay. There's a lot of clips. They found a lot of people, you know, using the N-word and bunched up clips to in and out of context, whatever you want to use it. So I'm not going to go that route. But there is a there there is this debate. Right? Like, when as a white person, can I use it? Am I racist for using it? Right. And I think we as black people don't have the energy to discern who is a racist. From who's a not who from who's not a racist using the N-word, right? It's, it's that simple. You know, you have people that kind of say, well, y'all use the word, it's not a big like we don't have the like I'm not going into the all the intricacies. This is not about to be that type of podcast where I'm explaining this, right? We just don't have the energy and the discernment and the time to discern, okay, you're not racist. But you're racist. If you don't use the word, then it's a better chance of you just not being racist. Like, that's your best chance, honestly, as a white person. I think the main drag that we have or that white people have with using the word is that they're inconvenient. But as black people, we live in inconvenience throughout history, whether that was redlining are building highways through black neighborhoods, Atlanta, and policing a thousand things that I can name to Karens, <laughs> et cetera, right? So being black is almost living in an inconvenience. While white people are essentially never inconvenienced, never really have been. I mean, not because of their skin, right? Black people are inconvenienced because of their skin. And black culture nowadays has gotten so popular. Like you don't even know any, like I remember back in the 2000s, there were Green Day and I don't even panic at the disco, like a bunch of rock bands, but you don't even know no rock bands no more. That is not the culture anymore. The culture is black. Movies, television, sport, like it is completely our culture, right? And so... Like now it's in songs and they're talking about, well, I feel inconvenienced because now I can't sing the song at inconvenience. Then the one time you feel inconvenienced <laughs> is the time where it's a problem and we have a problem with this word. So I just want people to think about that. So I'm not going to kill Joe Rogan on just the N word use, right? Like I don't have the time to discern whether he's racist or not with the N word, but the good thing about Joe Rogan 
is he's really out there. He has hours and out days and days of podcasts. So I just want to play this clip. You know, you know that he's got some black in him, but how much? How much? What's going on here? Are you asking exact... me to strip Joe Rogan yeah, right what, now? What, what are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dad's black, mom's white. Standard issue, pretty much. Powerful, powerful combination genetic-wise, right? You get the body of the black man, and then you get the mind of the white man all right. together in some yeah. strange combination. Yeah, absolutely. I'll One go of the strongest that. combinations of all time. I would say so. Yeah, you get the body of the black man, and then you get the mind of the white man. Whole that doesn't, by mixed. the way, mean that black people don't have brains. It's no. a different brain. Now, this is where I get weary of Joe <laughs> This is where I get weary of Joe Rogan, right? And then, to be serious, he's normalizing stereotypes. White people who are racist are, are hearing racist rhetoric, have a stereotype that black people are not as smart as white people. But we are very athletic. So now, by listening to, to this, I know that Joe Rogan is racist because you're, you're, you're perpetuating this. So if I'm a listener, listen to hours of content from Joe Rogan. And I've kind of been hearing these racial things, but I don't really think that black people are different. But then I hear Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan say this. I'm like, well, subconsciously, I may think, oh, well, I mean, he has a point. They are athletic. I know white guys who are smart CEOs, all this stuff, right? Pulling these experiences, what the media shows you, et cetera, et cetera. And then that's how you get people to form those opinions. So that is what's dangerous. And that is why I, I have to call him a racist. And I know somebody right now may be listening to this and calling me right now. And that's cool. Do you? But I'm not discerning anymore until we, until we have more nuanced words. And for that, you're racist. Jumping on Brian Flores. Um, so many of you who don't know, Brian Flores was the coach of the Miami Dolphins. Um, he used to coach under Bill Belichick, which is going to be important later. And he was coached of the Dolphins for three seasons. And, and he was fired this past year after winning seven games in a row, which is kind of unheard of seven of the last eight. I think he lost the last one, which kept them out the playoffs. And so he went 24 and 25. And so this was kind of surprising. You're firing one of the very few black coaches that looks like he's turning an organization that has been trash my whole life, essentially into a contender into, you know, actually maybe getting into the playoffs next year. Very promising team. But anyway, Nonetheless, he gets fired. Cool. And he's looking for another job. And the Giants have an opening. And so, if you don't know, there's um, a thing called the Rooney Rule. And the Rooney Rule essentially says that you must, as an NFL team, interview one black coach. And so, the Giants chose Brian Flores. Very attractive candidate been making a name for himself and the Giants interview him but before he gets there he gets a text from Bill Belichick now Bill Belichick if you don't know Patriots coach you know six Super Bowls Tom Brady all that good stuff Brian Flores coach under Bill Belichick and so I'm going to read the transcripts just really quickly so Bill Belichick and it starts with Bill Belichick first 
So he texts Brian Flores and says, sounds like you've landed. Congrats. Brian says, did you hear something? I didn't. Bill, Giants? Brian, I interviewed on Thursday. I think I may have a shot at it. Got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York that you're their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. Brian Flores, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. Then Brian Flores comes back and says, coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dayball, which is another coach interviewing for the position that interviewed before him. And then this is the best text of history. Bill Belichick. Sorry, I fucked this up. I double-checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Dayball. I'm sorry about that. And then this this man put BB, Bill Belichick, as his signature. Brian Flores, thanks, Bill. So, if you've been paying attention to the Rooney Rule, they got to interview a black coach. But Bill Belichick thought he was texting a white coach that was already interviewed. Congratulations, you have the job. These texts were before Brian Flores even got a chance to interview, insinuating that they did not give Brian Flores a chance, obviously, if another coach is sending you congratulations before you even get there. So Brian Flores has a huge lawsuit, and he's also suing and saying that the owners of the, the dolphin, the owner of the dolphins had offered him a hundred thousand dollars to lose. <laughs> Could have been me, my boy. We would have been number one pick in the draft the next year. You guarantee that. Cause you because no, because honestly, like we had this Rooney rule. He breaks the Rooney rule. And sports is supposed to be this standard of meritocracy, right? And it just hasn't been followed. So let me just kind of give some context right now. So in the NFL, we have two and a half black coaches in the NFL. And I'm not saying that half because the coach that replaced Brian Flores is half white. I'm calling him half because he tried in his press conference coming into the team to get so far away from blackness, I had to give him half. Yeah, it... It's been very odd to tell you the truth. This idea of identifying as something, um, you know, I think people identify me as something, but I identify as a human being. So the NFL, like I was saying, in all sports, is supposed to be this meritocracy. Wins win. The best man wins, right? But let me read you some stats that there was done in a study that just came out. So black coaches average more wins in a season a higher playoff rate, but average a year less in tenure. I remember when people were saying back when George Floyd died and, you know, kind of this racial reckoning, which is running out of time. Like that is dwindling. White people caring about black issues has has diminished uh, truly. And I remember back then we were saying, you know, we have to change the heart and minds to be more inclusive, so those people can be more inclusive. These NFL owners have showed you they don't care. And the Rooney Rule hasn't changed a lot. Whether we're talking about Joe Rogan or whether we're talking about Brian Flores, 
but we got to stop the cookout. We had to it, stop as black people having this imaginary cookout where we take people in, right? Like, just, I know we talk about Joe Rogan, but just to go to like the NFL, right? When John Gruden was going through his thing and he had calling people rubber lips and all this stuff, right? You had Tony Dungy, White Tarico come to his defense, you know, and all that, right? And I think this concept comes from the cookout. So, and I get the concept of the cookout. Black people, whether you're taught it in school, you run into it in real life, your parents teach you, have seen white people mistreat them. Lived it, seen it, read about it, heard it. Many instances of it, right? And so, as a black person, you almost expect in some sense of a white person to do you lesser than, treat you lesser than, look at you lesser than, right? And so, when a white person treats you like a human, they're invited to the cookout. And we got to lead the cookout in 2021. I haven't heard it a lot this year. But we got to leave it dead. So how can I trust any system? Like, I mean, any system around. This was a very short episode. You know, I just wanted to get these things out. I wanted to give it to y'all. You know, and we will definitely be back. Definitely about to run up some. Um, giveaways here around my birthday, birthday at the end of April. So, y'all know, keep tuning in, keep running up them pennies. Y'all keep telling me what's up, man. And I love y'all. Share with a friend. Peace. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable in the police department when you keep one of the blacks in law enforcement. Came a sergeant, a lieutenant, and a captain. You know the story. Some people all of a sudden trying to reinvent me. But the reality is, what I was then is who I am now. Now, now, now. No stress, I'm blessed. I'm doing great right now. I'm doing said Thanks for listening to Pod About It. I hope you enjoyed it. Comment, rate, subscribe, and share with someone who you love. I know there's at least one person. We'll see you soon. But until then, stay safe. Peace. You ain't my equal, can't relate, pipe down You do too much, fuck up, vibrations, clown This ain't no circus entertainment, pal Like I say, pipe down